Do you think Laura Dern was shooting Big Little Lies at the same time as this movie? I think they were all shooting I bigger so. projects. It, what's, what are the differences in the characters? Yeah. I was so turned on by her character. <laughs> anyway. She was so powerful. I was giggling because they all had haircuts you know were for bigger films. They're like, no, fuck you. We can't cut it because I'm doing Star Wars and Scarlett Johansson doing Black Widow. She Avengers haircut. Yeah. With Black You're Widow. You're probably either going to have to move chairs or just not move because that one just squeaks the whole I'll just say, time. It'll be good for my posture. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so we should probably actually announce what we're doing. So Critics on Tap, we are doing Marriage Story is the name of this movie. Story um, of Marriage. Or as I call yeah. it, uh, Kramer versus Kramer, the Gen X edition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I am Bo. I'm drinking white wine, the Laura Dern of alcohol. And, uh, <laughs> Let's uh, start over here to my right. <laughs> right now, I have Dr. Pepper mixed with mixed mist mixed with Maker's Mark. I was starting with sound like drink. Why did yeah. you introduce your drink before yourself? Yeah, because that's the most important part, right there. Because the doctor Wait, but needs didn't to be you bring stuff who are you? for martinis. Yeah, I made. I started with the martini. I said what well, I'm drinking right now. But who Kiko. are you? I am Kiko Just Lopez. Kiko Big Medium Lopez. Kiko Big Medium Lopez. That's right. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> so I am Kiko Big Medium Lopez, and I'm at this point drinking Makers and Dr. Pepper. Uh, before that, I was drinking a dirty martini and Sprite with vo- uh, vodka. So I've been mixing it up this time. Hi, I'm Spencer Mirabel. Uh, I want to shout out the brewery that I work for, but we have an IPA with a mango in it. Yeah, it's really yummy. That's right. Really? What's at, the brewery well, that you know, work for? Is that a shout out section. if you don't? Say the name. You, it's it an IPA with mango at Batch. Batch Brewhouse. Okay, well, you didn't say that. You said I want to shout out, and then you didn't. Well, you guys were already condemning me for just telling you what <laughs> yeah, I was well, we all over it. How dare you I name drop? This is just going to be a shit on Spencer show. Yeah. Uh, that's Would you I like had. to buy some cookies? <laughs> no. <laughs> are you drinking anything since? Or are you, what are what? you drinking now? Oh, I had a, um, a cider from Fairweather Cider and a sour beer, as I do, from Blue Owl Brewing. Old Sour Spence. Beautiful. Yes. Um, I'm Samantha Ray Lopez. I am drinking a Pinot Grigio tonight. The Lord Derns. <laughs> the Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. The Lord Dern. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. I think Matias is drinking the Ray Liotta of alcohol over here. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, man. It's going good. It's really <laughs> I can leave the podcast now and no one will notice. <laughs> It can. I can just walk away. I'm just thinking sound over the kid mic. I like how you're doing like the NPR voice right now. My name's Matias, and I'm drinking a rum and coke. Okay. So I was right. (laughs) You think that's Ray Liotta's drink? Yes. I feel like Ray Liotta can't afford anything more than that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Ray Ray Liotta's character in this movie. In this movie, Ray Liotta seems more like he drinks rum straight from the bottle and snorts coke as opposed to. He still does. He's drinking coke. It's not. While drinking a Coke Zero. That's about right. Sounds beautiful. I don't know why I'm so disappointed. I, I will say that I actually met Ray Liotta the year before last. We had him at the ATX TV Festival, and he was actually very delightful, and he's a very nice person. I'm sure he's no, a, so he's I don't want to shit on him man. too much. He actually is well, a no, sweet I shit on you, I think you're a nice person. It's just fun to do yeah. it. He's one of us. I'm yeah, saying, you never I, I expect you to shit on me, and I'm amazing. Got a roast we love. Yeah. Roast you because I love you. All right. Well, so Critics on Tap, Marriage Story, Noah Bombach. Written and directed, ScarJo, spoiler, Ad Dry, whatever we call it. <laughs> um, yeah, no spoilers. Yet. Yeah, you're trying to um, jump into early. Oh no, so, what am I doing now? 
Um, we have to do the non-spoiler version for those, first. Yeah, for those of us... Uh, I came in this movie, luckily I had not even seen a trailer. I had no idea that it was so heavily based on his own life, anything else, and I'm glad that that was the case. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You could tell this was a personal, um, emotional project for this guy who wanted to tell this story, and uh, I thought it was pretty well done. Might have run a little long on its runtime. We were talking, uh, Spencer and I, before everyone else got here, it was about... Every movie Noah Baumbach's ever made has been under two hours. The longest was uh, the last one was Francis, 100, huh? Uh, uh, no, no. After that, uh, the the Meyerowitz stories uh, was the longest Netflix, one at like yeah. an hour fifty two, oh. and this one was two hours and sixteen minutes. So oh, it was his first nice. one to like really go that, that that over two hour mark. Most of them were like an even an hour twenty to an hour forty. Most of it. So um, it did feel a little long, but it also, you know, this journey that you go through of this divorce process of splitting up and figuring out life is a long and arduous journey. So it kind of puts you into their seat a little bit, but yeah, I'll, uh, you know, everybody just kind of do your, uh, how we felt initial about it. thoughts, uh, spoiler free. Same thing as Bo. I had no idea what this was about. I heard about the title Scarlett Johansson because Samantha really hates, Scarlett Johansson. I wouldn't use the word hate. She's okay? got some beef. I grew up in a Catholic household. Oh, really? And I you're don't going Pelosi? Hate you're anyone. going Pelosi. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so she dis- has a distaste for, for Scarlett. So you pay for her. <laughs> Watching this thing, knowing about uh, especially laws in California and what they consider for divorces and especially divorce. If you ever watch a documentary on Netflix, you know how difficult it can be, especially when you bring lawyers in and who has to pay for it. And so I just was like, this is going to get shitty really fast. And it was just, yeah, it was a gut-wrenching kind of thing to go through. But it was also just a, just about relationships. Like, fucking talk, dude. Seriously. Just like the beginning thing started. Like, I knew the beginning was like, yes, I know they're in therapy because I know this is letters they wrote to each other because my girlfriend and I go to therapy together. Purposely do that on purpose to make sure that we can go through everything together, even if we're not going to work out. That's so good. I'm proud of you. Do it properly. Yeah, I know our therapist says that too. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it's just interesting. But um, knowing that and like seeing these things, I was like, just even if you're not going to like it, fucking talk. Like, what are you doing? You dumbasses. Stop bringing lawyers. But it's, yeah, it was, it was long. It was kind of, I don't think it was drawn out. It was just like you said, it was divorce is fucking tedious and shit's going to happen. And, Mm. You got to go through it. and But I liked it. I thought it was kind of cool. Not cool, but you know. I get it. <laughs> Are we doing the, who would we recommend this to too? Okay. At the end or right now? Either way. It's uh, free form, baby. Uh, <laughs> We're playing jazz. Either if you, <laughs> either if you won, <laughs> if you won <laughs> custody, you should watch this. If you lost custody, you shouldn't watch this. <laughs> Spence, go. I love it a lot. Um, I You're thought... Right. For me, especially as someone who has experienced that from the child's perspective, I think mm-hmm. a lot of films really try to either go all in on the parent's perspective or all in on the child's perspective to eke out uh, the emotional, gripping, dramatic part of this. And Noah Baumbach has an, does an amazing thing with dialogue where it just kind of naturally ping-pongs. People talk over each other. Mm-hmm. Um, the Merowitz Stores does this really well. Francis Ha does this really well. Um, but he does a really good job with this film, although deeply personal, uh, making it feel weirdly enough even in balancing both characters perspectives of the situation and it feeling universal because of that like i think anyone who's been through the experience or even if you haven't you can still feel empathy for them um and you're and it, and it was funny too really funny like i think uh, divorce films often like 
often cater to the dramatic and feeling like they have to stay in there. Uh, a film that I thought of a lot was this Iranian film called The Separation, which I love very much. Um, it's super dramatic and super sad. Uh, but this movie is super funny and has a lot of amazing moments that I... It helped relieve the tension. Um, there's an ebb and flow mm. uh, of the film that helps you kind of, even though the runtime is a little long, I think, uh, it helps you uh, sort of experience it um, and not feel like you're just going to weep the whole time. Yeah. Um, and also, there are some references to uh, musical in this film that we'll talk about later that I thought were really poignant and that meant a lot Spencer to me because I love this musical. Uh, He's and, blushing. I love uh, it. <laughs> I love this musical. We'll talk about it a lot later. Um, but I love right. this movie a lot. I will say, actually, this is a I'm starting contender. to play the Oscar speech music. So yeah. you wrap up. He's like speeding uh, up. Uh, like that. Uh, He's like, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to think right now. This is probably one of my favorite movies of the year. Potentially number one. Wow. Number after seeing Parasite? Even after seeing Zombieland 2, this is my number one. <laughs> wow. Anyway, I love this movie. That was great. And I'm very excited to talk about it without feeling like I have to divulge too much of my own family's experience. But yeah. I think it informed a lot of my enjoyment of it. Mm, yeah. I normally have an aversion for privileged white people films. And <laughs> this one was good. Like I And I also don't hate Scarlett Johansson. I pray yeah. for her. Um, <laughs> I, she's just not the greatest Every for night. me. But her performance was really great. And I enjoyed watching this film being someone who is a like serial monogamous person and have, you know, considered marriage with multiple people. And now I'm at a point where I'm just like, marriage mm, slut. maybe I'll get married, but then like immediately get a divorce. You know what I mean? Like just for fun. Maybe I'll just have like an emergency fund for like a divorce lawyer or something, you know, just to like go through the process. You just want the rings. Um, yeah, like someone on my team got married or got engaged this weekend and her ring is fat. And I immediately texted my boyfriend and I was like, forget this eloping shit. Because I told him, I was like, if we ever get engaged, I better get a down payment for a house. Because like, I don't want a ring. But I was like, nope, I'm keeping up with the Joneses. You're spending all your money on a ring right now. And then he was just like, that was the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. So yeah, marriage is a weird, dumb topic. But I think the core of the film today was that like the relationship aspect of all of it and the fact of like two people growing together but apart is a very real thing that you know a lot of people can relate to and kind of the added perspective of a child is something that a lot of people deal with so yeah i don't know i thought it was really i i enjoyed the way it was portrayed um like spencer said it was funny and i appreciated that and there were still so many moments of um like love and care that these people had for each other even though they were going through all the shit and you know yelling at each other at times um there were still like very tender moments between them that were you know, just between two people that had grown together and you have this kind of bond that you kind of never shed. So yeah, I guess like it also kind of hit home in terms of like personal experience, not necessarily in the same perspective, but, um, but yeah, it was very much relatable and I could see this being something that a lot of people would be able to like share and, uh, connect with. So that's my take. Matthias. Uh, I watched this movie twice uh, because I cheated and I wasn't supposed to make it tonight. So I ended up getting a second viewing uh, before the podcast. And mm-hmm. I would tell you what, when those that first within that first 10 minutes, I was like, this movie was made for me. 
Like, I don't know what it was. I, for those who don't know, I... I He's like, I'm that kid from the I movie. I know what it was. Noah, my dad, Noah, made this movie for me. <laughs> I, I wholly believe that, like, in another life, I went to New York to pursue, like, theater, uh, probably musical theater and stuff like that. And so, uh, and as a person who... I, I don't think it's... it's For me, I, I didn't... I didn't feel the divorce so much as, but I did feel like two hearts like growing apart, you know, mm-hmm. and like, and I've, and I've been through that so much, you know, so there was something about that. It's like touched me on like every level. I was like, mm-hmm. I love everything about the theater. I love these two creatives tr- expressing themselves. I love the, And it was just, oh my God, and this is such a sad movie, but it has some great scenes. Um, This movie is definitely, uh, I will, say that i feel this is a play in a movie mm. form it really um, is. there's a lot of a lot of these that i could have seen done on the stage mm-hmm. um and to wit um i think scarlett johansson is fucking fantastic in this movie but i will say it's my first time watching it and especially my second time watching it like halfway through like i just feel like i don't like her interpretation of the character, which is not to say she doesn't do a good job. I think she does an amazing job. I just think that like in a play format, you know, you get different people taking on different characters and stuff like that. And, and when you see an, uh, another cast do a show it, you get these different interpretation interpretations. And I feel like there's something that was missing there that I would have liked to have seen but that doesn't mean she doesn't do a good job. Yeah. Adam Driver, though, surprises the fucking hell out of mm-hmm. me he every did. time I see him. No matter, anytime I think I nail him down of like what he's capable of or anything, like he just, he just blows my mind. Um, the rest of the cast is great. I mean, Laura Dern. Laura Dern. I will say, I will say, Alan Alda. Yeah. Um, Alan Alda. Alan Alda's great. And, and I will say that like the, the girl who plays, um, Scar Joe's sister. sister. Yeah. Oh, uh, I love her. Like that her one scene of uh of ha- uh, in mom. the in the kitchen so they like they have <laughs> such a weird dynamic and yeah, everything. Yeah. But the, I love it. those characters feel so lived in, mm-hmm. you know, and yes. so re- and just I mean, no matter how kooky they end up being, like I don't know how, what they did to like get that chemistry down if they like worked like if they did so many rehearsals together to really kind of I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, that's so interesting. Um, and again, it felt like those scenes with them, it felt like you'd been doing this like for 200 shows now. Yeah, like you they know? played <laughs> off of each other in yeah. that way. Yeah, You know, like it's definitely been like you felt like you felt like you were seeing like the final run of this thing. Like they, they just knew each other like so well. It was great. It was so great. Um, so, yeah, that's I I I love this movie. I think it has some problems. Um, but I will say it's a great movie. And I think I think if you love acting and good writing and stuff like that like this will it's not overly dramatic you're you're gonna you're gonna come in this you're gonna find things to love you're gonna find things to hate in in a good way it's amazing how much it it shows you two people that are in love with each other while they're breaking apart yeah it's and like it's a better just, version of the breakup the breakup oh, I, can't really I had the jokes just, I'm <laughs> like, the whole time he was talking i'm waiting for this joke sorry and there are things <laughs> this this movie goes up there if you like 500 days of summer i'd say you'd like this movie because for yeah, me there's a lot that. there's a lot 
of in 500 Days of Summer that I had the same feelings watching this film, especially like in, in the beginning, they're describing the, what why they found love and everything. And then all of a sudden it cuts to like them in the divorce room and like why they don't like each other divorce kind of room thing. The divorce room. <laughs> <laughs> the mediation room. That that the title. That's what I called it when I was five. No, room. I'm just kidding. I don't oh. even know what Oy. divorce was then. But Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, um, you know, a, a fairly accurate depiction of the struggles of someone you've shared a life with and you've shared raising a kid or kids with, uh, you know, without having gone exactly through it myself, having, you know, seen it w- both with my parents with with other people. Um, I think it was one of the better depictions and especially the way like Spencer, you kind of touched on with um, kind of blending the humor and the drama and the, the angst and the heartache and all that together. Um, Because that's again, like, you know, I've said it before. I love the genre mashing that we're seeing a lot more of these days in, in film and TV uh, because that's real life. Like you actually are going through. So it's like, it's not always dramatic. It's not always funny. Like life is more complex than that, no matter what's happening. So I think this film did a good job of kind of capitalizing on all of, all of those kinds of uh mishmash of uh, emotions. So um, final thoughts, wrap it up. Anybody uh, want to say anything? Uh, Loved it. I'd watch it again. I, I'd watch I, it again too. Mm-hmm. I would watch it again for the things that Matthias was alluding to. Um, it's not I, now that we've talked about it more it's up there in my favorite movies but I also thought about Parasite a lot more too which I have a lot of feelings about and those movies interestingly enough about family interesting yes. like the similarities dynamics, dynamics of yeah. totally different like ways it goes about that one's about class mm-hmm. this is about you know obviously as just, opposed to Hobbs and Shaw just, which has different family dynamics <laughs> if there was ever if there was ever a trilogy to come out in one year that's your trilogy yeah Hobbs and Shaw and Parasite Hobbs and Shaw and Parasite and Marriage Story the that true is, family trilogy we yeah. always that's, 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 like, that's like the three in one Walmart yeah. DVD nobody goes video. nobody's going home for Christmas here we're all just gonna sit down and watch those three movies on Christmas back to back Power together through. get a little laughs get a little crying so I dig it. I watch it again because I break up is a great movie, but I won't watch it again because it's too fucking real. This is pretty the, real, but is that it's the Jennifer the, Aniston. Jennifer Aniston, Vince, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was good. That was really. It was good. so deep and crazy, but I watch this one again because it was pretty good. Prime is my other favorite romantic comedy that ends like this one it's where the Gwyneth Paltrow. No, no, it's um uh, Uma Thurman and oh. uh, Meryl Streep. Oh, oh yeah, where okay. she's her therapist, she's dating her son, kind of thing, and they're yeah. about ten years difference. But in the end of the movie, they don't end up together. And that I loved in general. And I've grown to be both of the parts of the movie. I have been that young guy in the movie where I've dated somebody older and it didn't work out. And I've been the older guy where I've dated somebody younger and it didn't work out. And I, it, 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 The movie has changed with me over time and it's pretty yeah. interesting and entertaining oh, cool. regardless. It reminds me of, uh, I remember one of my favorite movies uh, from my late teens, early 20s was Reality Bites. Yeah. Uh, Winona Ryder, Ben Stiller, all that. And I remember thinking like, Oh man, I so personally love and relate to the Ethan Hawke character. But now in my 30s, I'm like, wait a minute. I think Ben Stiller's character might have been. Right. <laughs> yeah, am I really? And like when yeah. you really get a little bit older and you realize, like, oh wait a minute, you relate it's, to it's certain kind of characters. Interesting how that view kind of changes over time. And I think interesting enough, speaking of like Ethan Hawke, the the Before Sunrise trilogy does that really well. That they they kind yeah. of show the like you know twenty year old, thirty year old, forty year old phases of uh, yeah, those, those phases of life. It's one of the most yeah, I, I still think that's going to be like criminally underrated that that trilogy. That's, that's true. what I'm saying. For me, like 500 Days of Summer was that film that like I really related mm. to one character, especially when I was going through a breakup, and I was like, 
yes, Tom, like, you know, and I understood. And then I understood like how much of a like selfish person he was being in the same way with this film. I, you know, I did watch it twice. I got something different out of it and I relate to the different characters in different ways. So this is definitely one of those things where like if I'm having an emotional moment or I'm going through like something bad, I wouldn't mind revisiting this film just to like remind myself about like, you know, the, (laughs) like, like what love looks like and how like, how do other relate to another person that I'm not understanding, you know, or something like yeah, that, you know? Um, also, it's just some good acting and like, yeah. I don't know. It, I will say it, even though I don't know that it's going to be like my favorite film this year, Adam Driver is definitely my favorite performance this really? year. Ooh, for sure. Fantastic yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Neat. All right. Uh, critics on tap, marriage story, um, review responsibly. Yeah. Good night, y'all. Woo. Mm-hmm.